You're listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. We are a church that strives to have open hearts, open minds, and open doors as we make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. And one of the ways that we do that is offering up our sermons for you to listen to. And so we hope you connect with us online at TahlequahUMC.org or on our social media at TahlequahUMC. So enjoy today's message. So during Lent, we're going to be looking at fear. If you remember, fear can mean anything from face everything and run, false evidence appearing real, or has how I'm trying to get us to see that fear can mean face everything and rise. And so during Lent, we're going to be asking ourselves to look at some things, to, that how we can overcome fear and how it keeps us from maybe not answering our call, from being happy, from being the salt and the light of the world, from being open to where God may be leading us and calling us. So during these 40 days, we will, fully, we will work to be fully empowered and ready to face everything and rise. But before we dive into the, today, let's go to God in prayer. God of love, what a beautiful day you have made. And may we rejoice and be glad in it. May our lives reflect your love to everyone we meet. And so, Lord, as we open up the Scripture, may your word be heard. And in the meditations of our hearts, may your word be known. And in the faithfulness of our lives, may your word be shown. And all of us here gathered said, Amen. Our scripture lesson for today comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5, verses 3 through 12. I made a mistake today on the screen. I promise it'll be better next week. But here's the scripture reading for today. Happy are people who are hopeless. Because the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Happy are people who grieve, because they will be made glad. Happy are people who are humble, because they will inherit the earth. Happy are people who are hungry and thirsty for righteousness, because they will be fed until they are full. Happy are people who show mercy, because they will receive mercy. Happy are people who have pure hearts because they will see God. Happy are people who make peace because they will be called God's children. Happy are people whose lives have... ah, Happy are people whose lives are harassed because of of their righteousness, because the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Happy are you... When people insult you and harass you and speak all kinds of bad and false things about you because of me. Because full of, be full of joy and be glad because you have great reward in heaven. In the same way, people harass the prophets who come before you. May you receive what the Spirit is saying in the reading of the Scriptures. Thanks be to God. Amen. So some of you may have grown up with this reading with the word blessed. Blessed are they, blessed are thee. 
And, and you know, the, the word there can actually, when you, when you look at the Greek, it's makeros, which can be either happy or blessed. And the, and the translators of the Common English Bible wanted this Sermon on the Mount, this kickoff sermon of Jesus' ministry to kind of have this countercultural feel to it. And what a better way than saying, happy people are, and then hopeless and all the other things. But when we think about these things that Jesus listed, these things that happy people are, we can find ourselves facing our fears, being open to how God can use us and speak to us. Because happy people who are hopeless, are, they're, they're those people that are open to hope, that hope does exist, and they, and they long for it, and they search for it, and they do all that they can to remove the hopelessness in their lives. Those happy people are grieved. They're, they're, they're trying to, to, to get out of the rut that's making them grieve, whatever that may be. But, you know, happiness is temporal sometimes. Think about it this way. I think if you, you know, score the winning goal in the game, you know, that happiness is only temporal because what, happened, what could happen next week? You don't score. Happiness is one of those things that, that if, we, if we try to define it, we'll never fully feel like we've really defined it because we get the one thing and we are set to move on to the other. Because that's how our brain is wired. We're never satisfied. But what makes you happy? Have you ever thought about that? What really makes you happy? When you're in those like legitimate happy moments, so you, know, you know what that feels like. like where, is it, where is it? Is it a place or is it an experience or, or is it a thing? You know, like for me, one of the, the places that I find extreme happiness is when I'm at Camp Egan. And I'm at the camp, whether it's dating sixth grade camp, and I'm running around with those, all those sixth graders, and, and, and even though I'm tired and I'm not getting any sleep, I, I find happiness because kids are able to experience faith and love in such a way that their lives are shaped and transformed. I find happiness as a pastor when, when people get it, when people are willing to do what it takes to follow Jesus, when people open their lives up to the calling that God has in their lives. I find happiness in that. When I hear how people are following Jesus, there's something that that, that just makes me happy about that. And yeah, I'm temporarily happy when the girls score a goal in soccer. But I realize it's only temporary because they may not score again. They may find difficult ways to score. It may not be easy. But happiness is that that temporal feeling that we're all longing for, we're all searching for. It's something that, that... we never really fully grasp it unless we open it up to the possibility of an experience and how that experience can, can drive us to, to, to face our fears. And we know we can do it. Have you, have you ever seen that YouTube video? There's a really great YouTube video of this kid who's getting ready to go down a ski jump, and he's really excited. He's, like, really afraid. You, you hear, like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I, I can't do this. I'm not going to do this. And, and he's just sitting there, and then all of a sudden, I'm sure someone gave him a holy push. Because, you know, every now and then we need that holy push to move us from fear that keeps us from taking that next step. Sometimes we need that friend or, or, or that person in our lives that, that challenges us, that moves us forward. And, and as soon as that kid went down the slope, you hear the joy coming out of his mouth. It may have been fear. It may have been that, you know, if you've ever been in one of those situations where he's fully uh, has all that adrenaline, he's going, ah, this is awesome! 
hits the landing. He's like, man, that was so great. I want to do it again. Have you ever been there? Like, that's how we get sometimes. Like, we, when we have happiness, it's, so, it's such a rush and we want to do it again. And so we seek to do whatever it takes to find happiness. But fear can take away happiness. Because sometimes we move away from that holy nudge. And we're too afraid to, to do what it takes to take that step. That we miss, may miss out on a great opportunity. One of my favorite books on happiness is, is, a, is a book written by a friend of mine named Matt Miosky. He wrote the book called Happy, What Is It and, and How to Find It. And in this book, he said, happiness or being blessed is not so much something that people discover or create for themselves, but it's something given to people by God. Happiness in the Bible is more often a gift to be received than a feeling to find. Happiness is a result of listening to the wisdom of God, paying attention to how we are created and what we are created for, and living in alignment with those purposes. What Miyoski is saying here, and it's what Jesus is doing with the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus is trying to orient ourselves and our behaviors towards being humble. Jesus is trying to orient those that are listening to not be afraid that there are going to be people that will persecute you. He's setting us up for the cross in Jerusalem. He's orienting ourselves that, that happy are those who have pure hearts because they will see God. And when we orient ourselves with the purpose that God has called us to, when we align ourselves with God's mission in our lives, we find happiness. We find joy. But sometimes... We're too afraid to do that because it's stretching us. It's moving us beyond what, what could keep us really growing closer to God. And we become afraid. And then we become unhappy because we're not fully aligned with how God is calling us to live. And so we can find happiness by being part of a community that will shape and challenge us and push us. I would have never gone on my first mission trip had it not been for a community. I wouldn't have listened and said, yeah, maybe I ought to go with these people to New York. Even though I didn't know them. Even though I was deathly afraid of getting on a plane. But I listened. And I found happiness. And I found my calling. And people supported me. And that group supported me. And I still stay in touch with them. And they, and they shaped and changed my life. And and I remember that happy moment, and it was only a moment because school started back up, and you know how that goes. But I was able to find another happy moment when I listened to God even more and attended a youth retreat and helped out and met a young person who was struggling with their call and helped them figure out their call and, 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 and where God was leading and calling them. You know what brings you happiness. Only you can figure that out. I can provide you a list of things that make people happy. Cute pictures of kittens, that makes people happy. Cute pictures of dogs, that makes people happy. But those are only temporal. And we don't experience that. When we fully invest ourselves and align ourselves with God, all those fears go away and, and the be full of joy that God is challenging us to today. 
is the reminder of where real happiness comes, that our goal isn't here. See, happiness deals with goals. We, we, we temporarily move from one set of happiness to the other. But if we're seeking heaven, if we're seeking our reward as heaven and trying to live how Jesus did, and we align ourselves in such a way, you'll find happiness. I know it. When we open ourselves up to those possibilities and not be afraid, because, man, let me tell you, when fear enters in, it grabs a hold of you. And it can keep you from really growing and living in the way that God is calling you to. And so I could easily say, don't be afraid. I mean, that's really easy to say, isn't it? Don't be afraid. But you know, it's okay to be afraid. Because sometimes that uncertainty, that we have to take that trust and step out, knowing that God's going to take care of us, that God's not going to abandon us, and that God loves us. And it's in those moments when we have that brief bit of fear before we do whatever it is we feel God calling us to do. If we just take a deep breath and say, all right, God, here it is, so be it. You'll find happiness. But until you're willing to take that nudge or to listen to that person who's been telling you time and time again you need to do this, it will help you grow. Until we take responsibility and and willingness to grow, we'll never find that gift that God's giving to us, that gift of happiness. I love how Miyoski ended his book. He said, happiness is a gift. It's given to us when we trust and follow Christ. If we seek after Him and commit our being to Him, He leads us to people, practice, and purpose far beyond anything we could ask for or imagine. And in this process, we are saved. So you want to find happiness? Align yourself with God. And you'll find happiness. Will there be sorrow? Yes. Will there be struggle? Yes. But if we lean in and trust God a little more, we'll face everything and rise. And you'll find happiness. And that should give you comfort and hope for the future to come. So don't be afraid. Trust in God, and you'll find happiness. But not in the way that the world gives happiness, in the way that the kingdom of God brings happiness. And you know what that looks like. You've seen it. You've experienced it. And it's our job to turn around and make that real for the world. So don't be afraid, and be happy. Let us pray. Lord, we know that you are with us in every step and every breath that we take. And we know that you provide us a happiness that beats anything that the world can offer. And all you ask of us is to follow you, to align our lives to be centered and focused upon you. And so, Lord, if there are those of us that are struggling with that, help this be their holy nudge. That you're calling people to more. You're calling people to love. 
and you're calling people to serve, all in your name. Because when we do that, we find happiness. And it's not earthly happiness. It's kingdom happiness. And that's how we become transformed, to transform the world. So Lord, as we go out, be with us. And may we find happiness in the small things. May we find you in every step and every breath that we take. In your name we pray. Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast. And we hope you connect with us at TahlequahUMC.org.